Hello. Welcome to the podcast. I did a radio show. We've turned it into this podcast. Who knows if anyone was listening because there was uh, some football. Everyone was getting all obsessed with this football thing. It's bizarre, really. Isn't it? Um, no, I just never thought people cared whether we did well in Europe or not after what people voted for in 2016. It's all very confusing. Just realised I got given a come on England flag type thing in one of the newspapers we got today. So that's a... Uh, Interesting instruction. Put that on the window and then I'll be in charge of cleaning up what happens. Um, So here's what we did on the radio. Have a listen. Enjoy. On Wednesday, the 7th of July, the day when we heard that Matt Hancock's been investigated for using private email accounts during the pandemic, although, don't worry, the real juicy stuff would have been on Snapchat. Just a guess, but it's not a bad one. I want to mention why I'm in such a good mood today. Because it's so rare, we might as well document it. I went for a run this morning. I'm not particularly good at running. I'm not built for it. But I do it anyway, because you've got to do something. Ain't you? Normally, I run up from where I live. It's a nice church called St. Nicholas Church. Delightful. Run through the grounds, into a field. It's nice. Fields are nice, aren't they? Back down to the main road, up the main road, and then back to where I live. Today, I did it in reverse. I went the other way around. Because I'm variable. And I discovered that if you do it the other way around, so from where I live, up towards the church, down the road before you go into the field, you run towards one of those speed trap things that tell you how fast you're going. You know the ones you drive down the road and it will tell you if you're doing under 30 miles an hour and then show you a big smiley face? And if you're doing over 30, it'll tell you that number, then angry face, bad man. It clocked my speed. (laughs) Oh, it's like the future. I was running down... Now, it is downhill, to be fair. But I was running down this hill. All of a sudden, that woke up. The old solar power kicked in. It flashed a number at me. And needless to say, big smiley face. I mean, that's... Clearly, I'm not going to be doing 30, am I? Not in a built-up area. But... So that's what happened. To, so every single time I go for a run now, I'm going to run down that road to try and achieve my new PB. See what kind of speeds I can do. Fully vaccinated people arriving on two of the world's busiest airlines will be fast-tracked at Heathrow Airport in what they're calling their new pilot scheme. And that is where I have a problem with it. If you're going to call anything at an airport a pilot scheme, you're asking for a hiding, aren't you? You're making your own problems there. It's a rod for your back. Because what's going to happen is they'll think it's for them. Oh, is there a pilot scheme? Oh, I'll go and do that then. So they'll get in the wrong queue. Instead of being in a plane flying, they'll manage to get through customs and be stood outside the airport like an idiot. It's not going to help anyone. Next thing you know, someone pulls up in front of them, shouts out the window, Do you want a taxi? And the pilot will say, Well, I'd love to, but I can't without a plane. And then, look, it's a mess. I just was wondering, earlier on, when I was driving my minibus, I heard you say that you got clocked on the speed camera. I How did. many miles an hour was he doing today? I was... It was in sin- single digits, I'll admit that. These, nine? Uh, I wish nine. Nine <laughs> if I put in some training. I had six. What am I? What am I? Made a lard? I was doing a healthy eight miles an hour. No way. Number eight. I hate number eight. Well, sorry. If I'd have realised, I would have sped up. Seven. You could have done seven. My lucky number. The <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. But yeah, I can run at eight miles an hour. Wow, that's amazing. And you need to get to 11, two ones, mm. straight lines. You need to get to 11, Mr. Allen. I'll, I'll see what I can do. I mean, it is downhill. That definitely helps me because gravity is on my side. Well, how many miles can you do uphill? Um, I don't know because I don't know if it clocks you as you run. Well, you have to run backwards up the hill. Right, I'll run backwards up 
Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, that'll work, Mr. Allen. I've worked it out. This is a terrible story in the news today. A mum was told to shut her blinds so that a neighbour's kid uh, wouldn't have to see her walking around naked. 26-year-old Alexandria Taylor said that she was livid when she found the message stuck on her car. It said, It would be much appreciated if you could at least shut your blinds when walking around naked around your house. And this is, uh, it says, uh, Alexandria of Chelmsford, Essex. And what's disgusting about this is that is the end of the... Uh, article they don't tell you which streets three hours i was driving around today absolute waste of my time good afternoon steve hello there can't you put a bullet there and find the address <sighs> it would help wouldn't it should be complaining that poor boy but he loves it that's what she's not realizing there will be a stage in her son's life when to see a 26 year old walking around naked will cost him good money I bet her old man's been watching as well. And yet, oddly, not written any letters of complaint. What's <laughs> the... change that, isn't it? It's all about tolerance, isn't it? That's what it is. Here's, well, look at this. Andrew from Raynham has sent me an email. It says, good afternoon, Steve. He mentions the football and then does a joke that I definitely can't do on the show. But if I try and knock together a podcast of this, we'll put it in there. Because that's, I mean, it's not broadcastable. But thank you for the email. Here's the email then from Adam in Raynham. Good afternoon, Steve. I haven't been so nervous about a semi since I watched Brokeback Mountain. And that's why we didn't broadcast that one. Well, hopefully, it's going to help us. Maybe save lives. Hero, is that too strong a word for me? Many people say so. But what I thought we'd do today is we need to talk about the football, address the football. I'm no football expert, although I do realise England versus Denmark looks really attractive in terms of flags you know it's red cross on white background versus white cross on red background or oh, symmetry apart from the fact that the the danish designers didn't quite hit center did they that's then again let's not start boasting about who can miss the most just before we have the game um, but that's not what we're here to talk i'm presuming you don't want a phone in to do with flags we're talking about this exciting game. This could be the first time since 1966 that England has got through to a final in... It's not quite as big as a World Cup, is it? But, it's, you know, it's got other countries involved. That's a thing. We heard in the news from Gareth Southgate. I thought it was interesting when he said... The pressure is what you choose it to be, really. If we were a country that had won five titles and had to match what had gone before, it might feel differently. Yeah, so if anything, success is just making a rod for your own back, so... I've never gone down that avenue. I think you can tell. But I do worry that if we were to score a goal, which I believe is what they call it, the excitement, the exuberance that will flow through many people of this nation, the smaller part, the, the chunk of the nation that is England. I realise it's England versus Denmark. Not, it's not Great Britain versus Great Danes. No, that's wrong. But the point is... If we get too excited and we jump up, we might um, expectorate some COVID all over the place. If you celebrate there being a, a win by gr grabbing hold of the person next to you and hugging them tightly, you might transfer a disease and have to see HR later. We need to come up with waves, ways of celebrating that won't spread any dirtiness, diseaseness and all that. We're making the world a better place because later on when we win... I mean, I think we win. I'm not one of those um, psychic horses or an octopus or, you know, some reliable source of predicting which way this football game's going to go. But I've eh, got a feeling about it. Got a feeling about it.
But if we every time we score a goal, there's going to be that urge to jump up and grab hold of the person next to you and hug them so tightly and then whisper in their ear, I love you. And then they're a bit like, whoa, get off me, mate. But sometimes these urges just spring up. And what can we do? Because that might not be beneficial, given that we're still in lockdown and whatnot. We're looking for ways to celebrate that you'll be celebrating that won't spread any diseases. Or not the ones we're thinking about, anyway. Email on air at time1075.net. We can take it to the phones as well. 01708 741075. Hello. Hello, it's Johnny Romford here checking in. So if England okay. if England score later on, will you not I'm be... So. I'll, I'll score later on, you know, as well. well. I know which one's more likely. I know which one I want to watch replays <laughs> of in slow motion. Yeah. I'll put you guys sleep. Oh, okay. as usual in bed I usually do it at night you know? yeah, well it's alright have an early night and then that's one way to not spread diseases to not really care about it afternoon Steve says Jane on the email I hope you're well today doing alright bit of a bad bang um, just done 34 lengths in the pool at the gym so feeling quite good and full of energy says Jane and would love to hear a bit of Michael Jackson we'll try and get that on the way for you are you showing off 34 lengths Woo-hoo! but here's the big question did you swim past something that can tell you your speed and get clocked by a speed trap because that is a breakthrough in my life that you might not have heard about oh yeah I can run quickly enough to set off speed cameras not speed cameras but it's still it measured my speed i mean that's one boast on the flip side i also weigh enough that if i walk through a local car park near to where i live i can make the barrier come up which is um, not a compliment i think i know some cars are small these days but to be calibrated so much that normally this takes a car to open up but just this old beer belly this is effectively a toyota igo in gelatinous form <clears throat> Also talking about football. So if there is a celebration, and let's, fingers crossed, I'm touching wood, I'm knocking on something or other, I'm pinching myself and cloth. The thing is, if there's a a win later on, or at least a goal, there's going to be that urge to celebrate. What do we do to make sure that we don't go too far and spread any diseases? Hi, Steve, says James. I'll be watching the football on my own so I don't have to worry about hugging anyone unless the pizza man turns up at the wrong time, in which case I'll be all over him, says James. Well, you be careful because something, something, something topped himself. I can't remember what the joke would be, but there's, you know. Ted Elm Park says, Afternoon, what's wrong with a proper old school rattle? Ones where you clear space. Two birds, one stone. I love a good conspiracy theory. <laughs> I love a good conspiracy theory. Like, for example, I spent a lot of time on the internet arguing with flat earthers because I've got the spare time. I love the ones who think that Australia doesn't exist because the big hole in the theory about why it's a flat earth is you can't explain the number of daylight hours that you get in Australia. It's making any sense unless it's a globe. So they say that actually Australia doesn't exist and it's all just pretend, which means the TV show Neighbours must have been created as part of the lie, and that is quite a lot of effort to go to. I almost want it to be real. But I love this one, right? So there's a new conspiracy theory. In the papers today, someone has claimed that birds don't exist. Ah! 
there's a claim that actually these birds are in real life flying CCTV cameras planted by the government, which means Rod Hull was the first person to have a body cam. But that's more my opinion than the rest. But this person is claiming that birds, they're all actually CCTV flying around like drones and whatever. And also when they do poops on you, it's um, like a little geo marker so you can be traced. I mean, to be fair, I've also got an app on my phone where I am traced, and it's called Track and Trace, so it's not that stuff. I think the government is tracking me, but I'm not sure it's through these birds. Although we'll find out tomorrow, because on we're doing tomorrow night uh, on YouTube, doing the comedy show that me and a mate do. It's called Comic Solving Problems. got to try and see if I can live stream via a chaffinch, because it'd be cheaper than using the Sony thing that I've got. Let's make... We've got a bit of time. Let's make up a conspiracy theory. Apparently this guy thinks that birds aren't real, they're all CCTV cameras, which doesn't quite explain why we also have CCTV cameras. But let's not look too deeply into it, let's make up our own stupid conspiracy theory, and then we can get popular and written about in the Daily Star. Uh, 01708741075 to the phones, hello! Hello, it's Fresh here. Hello there. I got conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. You know Darth and Son all the toll booths? Yes. They're not there anymore. Yeah. Every now and again, you get a major, major traffic jam at Dartford going into the tunnels, right? Yeah. And I reckon they slow the traffic down because they can't scan the number plate. Quick enough. Oh. So they cause a great big traffic jam just to scan the number plates. I like that. I like that kind of conspiracy that, talk. Nice. Because when the toll booth is there and you have to stop and pay money, there was never any traffic over there. Yeah. And now it's Every slow. Every single day the traffic goes back to junction free. All right, bro. I like the sound of that. Although I will just check to see what the traffic's like at the moment. Yeah. Absolutely fine into the tunnel. But other than that, solid theory. Other than the evidence, I think we've got something there. Uh, for that, we get another update from my friend who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, day three of New Drive. I'm glad you could make it. Oh, I tune in every day to see if you remember to turn up earlier. Such faith. What have you got for us today? Do you remember Carrie Katona? Yes, she was one of the characters in the computer game Mortal Kombat. No, she wasn't. Yeah, it felt wrong when I said it. She was in Atomic Kitten before they were famous. Was Atomic Kitten in Mortal Kombat? No, a girl group. It's a good job you're paying attention for us. So what is Kerry doing for a living now? Well, you'll never guess. She's selling her leggings online £8 a pair. She's designed a clothing range. Nope. She's selling clothes that she's been wearing. Ooh, you can buy her used leggings. Great. Are they in good condition? Probably not, because she could make a hole again. That's one of their songs, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Thanks for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. I was just chatting with Mark Dover about this, that why is it that conspiracy theories versus, like, the actual sites... The actual science really is complicated with a lot of difficult maths. There's never been any conspiracy theory that requires, like, tricky calculus. You know what I mean? All of it seems to be, no, this makes sense because you look at it and it makes sense. Meanwhile, actual science is going, oh, I've got some real bad news about electrons. They're a wave and they're a particle and here's your equation. Yeah, yeah, sorry, it's not even an easier... It's called the Schrodinger's wave equation. Firstly, you're going to struggle to spell Schrodinger. 
then you're going to struggle because it's an equation that you can't solve for any other atom other than hydrogen. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Meanwhile, back over in uh, flat earth thing. But it looks flat, doesn't it? No, it looks flat. Thank you very much to John who got in touch and said, Steve, scientists must be putting something in chocolate and that's why I'm eating so much of it. Oh, can't believe that's been staring me in the face. It makes so much sense, John. Me too. Do you know what? I think they got to me. I'm a stooge. I'm a patsy. Because I do enjoy a chunky Kit Kat. Thank you very much for downloading and listening to the podcast. Do me a favour. Spread the word. Say something nice about it on social media. Send it to a friend. Any of those things would be very much appreciated. We keep trying to churn out some podcasts from the shows. So get subscribed. Get following. And hopefully we'll do something good next time too. Until next time, bye! Right, where's that flag? Hope this is absorbent.